Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. And we have another episode filled with wrestling and comedy and some comedy wrestling. Hey, glad to be back. It's been a week, guys. I'm glad you're enjoying the sounds of our voice. Dulcet tones of comedy entering your ear holes, leaving your ear holes, entering your ear holes. A little bit fast at the end, Mm -hmm. and then a slow final ear hole push until the climax. (laughs) Big old punchline. Yay, let's have a sandwich. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, Curtain Jerks, the podcast you have a sandwich with. Oh, man, that's that's a saying. That would be a great slogan for our show. You just want that in the backyard with action figures. With sandwiches? Mm-hmm. I love sandwiches. You do. You are obsessed with sandwiches. But you know what? I think there's just so... Okay, I got one something for you. Okay. I got one something for you. Okay. You know those delis that name sandwiches after famous people? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give you a wrestler, and then you're going to you come up with what's inside okay, that sandwich. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. And then I'm going to give you a sandwich, and you're going to name the wrestler that likes it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Shawn Michaels. I would like to order one Shawn Michaels, please. What's in that again? Oh, the Shawn Michaels? Mm-hmm. Well, that's on a croissant. With a toasted bacon. That's right. Bacon that's been, they cook it in the oven. So Mm -hmm. it gets very crispy, very crispy. And then it's, the croissant is slathered with bacon, a razor thin tomato, not a thick cut tomato, a razor thin tomato, Mm -hmm. and then diced onions. Mm, So everything's really thin like his hair. That's right. I hear you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's an onion mayonnaise bacon croissant sandwich. (laughs) Is there a googly-eyed olive as well? (laughs) There is two googly-eyed olives. Oh, why am I taking that on Shawn Michaels? He's good. He's good. That that kid's good. Yeah, he's a heartbreaker. Oh. All right. This sandwich. Okay. All right. You know how you buy a big loaf of bread? I, I do know how I do that. But, but like it's a big sort of like turtle-shaped bread. It's not like a baguette. It's one of those ones that gets oh, yeah, like okay. a cartoon slug. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? like it's, it's big and it's round. It's like dinner bread. That yeah. You, you cut not, it up into slices. It's like not here. a sourdough dome. It's like a sourdough dome, but it's been stretched out. Yeah. That's been cut down the middle, Scott. Oh. Like sandwich-wise. Okay. So now that that's open, that's the sandwich bread. So you got one half of it or both halves, both halves, like the bottom half's the bottom half and the top half's the top half. Oh, wow. Okay. You've got a groundwork of just pepper relish, just a tapenade of olives and spicy peppers. Right. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you got like a good foundation of a capicola, a pepperoni, and then one of those hammy cold cuts that you never know the name of. Right. You know? Just the middle ground one. And then we're talking like a glob of prosciutto. Not like the thin slice press out, but like rosebuds of prosciutto. Like Mm -hmm. the the guy, when he cuts it and he picks it up with his fist, he just globs them down. He doesn't spread it down. Right. Spread it out. Then on top of that, iceberg lettuce. Shredded. Oh, okay. Yeah? Okay. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, Mm. you've got banana peppers. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you've got, oh, what's that vegetable called? Cucumbers. Uh huh. Wow. Jeez. On top of that, deli mustard, and a drizzling, a drizzling of Newman's own balsamic vinaigrette. Wow. Yeah. You put that down on top. So and this is put, huge. This is a big sandwich. This is a big spicy sandwich. Mm-hmm. That's it. That uh, is the sandwich. I got this dressing. Because this effect, I have someone in mind. But if you add anything else to it, it will change the outcome of who likes the sandwich. I think that's it. That's a Buff Bagwell sandwich right there. Is that a Buff Bagwell sandwich right Mm -hmm. there? 
That's, it keeps him buff. Yeah. And buff is the stuff. And you know what you need for that a sandwich like that? You need a bag, a well-hung bag that will <laughs> – because it's going to be a heavy sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that reminds me of when uh, Steve uh, – someone sent Steve the footage of Buff Bagwell from the uh, – what's that show? I think I can – man horse uh, man horse <laughs> man, the man horse show that buff bag was on oh someone uh, sent gigolos. steve the footage gigolos yeah someone st- sent steve the footage unedited of buff bagwell in the nude in the nude uh no names revealed on that one but oh i showed this you guy. showed me the clip yeah. and i'm upset <laughs> it yeah. still haunts me there's something about seeing wrestler like you know how you're like oh man a wrestler in a in a restaurant or man macho man really snapped into that slim gym like anytime someone's outside of the ring uh bret hart fucking hawking ico pro walking through a gym you're like mm-hmm. yeah sure john cena drinking y2 y2, y2 sting- stinger yeah, yeah why not but as soon as you see Mr. A, McMahon getting hit by a chair for uh, Gillette razors. Yeah. You know, just the, and then not blading, ironically. Yeah. Very strange. It's always weird when somebody gets a chair shot at the face. and No blood. It was to the body. Uh, well, you Should know, have cut that suit open. <laughs> uh, but then as soon as you put a wrestler in a sexual situation, always makes me uncomfortable. No, uh, the a male wrestler. Uncomfortable. Uh, Female he, wrestler. Very comfortable. I don't know. The, oh, the, the, I, get, the, I get real comfortable. I don't know. The track record on that isn't so great if you think about it. Oh, uh, I think it's real good. Hulk Hogan doing push-ups in No Holds Barred, and you think that he's just jacking off in that bed with that lady? Mm-hmm. That's uncomfortable. That's a male wrestler. That's what I'm saying. All right, all right. Uh, those pictures of Lana that you showed me? Oh, that's check very out. comfortable. Check out the Twitter, everybody. It's on Twitter. Yeah, uh, I'll give those guys a shout out. I'll let them know. Maybe they'll uh, retweet this episode. Retweet WWE P porn. Yeah. So, uh, kids, <laughs> get your parents' permission or a Twitter account. Yeah, or a Twitter account. That's why you I should like be following the, us. Like, yeah, those pictures of Lana that you showed me. You did. You're right. You're by welcome. telling me about it, and then I looked them up. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you're watching a pay per view and you get bored. Oh, you do. You know what? I should probably go into that. I let's reveal the mystery of the Curtain Jerks Twitter account. Oh. 100% of the time, it's Scott. <laughs> That's not true. 99% of the time, yeah. it's me. Every 1%, every once in a while, if I'm watching a pay-per-view live or mm-hmm. watching Raw live, you'll get these random, like, we sort of have an ongoing competition to see who can get retweeted or favorited yeah. more. Scott's yeah. way in the lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But percentage-wise, I do okay. You do very well when you do it. Yeah, I'll do, like, so whatever there's sort of a weirder tweet, like, Think and maybe Scott. It could very well be Steve. It's usually if it's cupcake related, it's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I w- see. This is a problem, guys. I wish I could tweet more. I wish there was more active stuff. I don't know if anyone has interest in me tweeting about stuff after it has occurred because basically the only thing that I can actually tweet in the moment that's I'm not flooded with work or something like that is. Uh, main event because I don't have cable in the house I'm at anymore. They're anti-cable and no one wants to like throw down a hundred dollars for it. So I can't do raw. Um, I can't do SmackDown at the time. And so those are live. Those are huge live events that are fun to tweet out for you guys, but I can watch the Hulu version the next day and tweet out that. But I don't know if anybody gives a shit because they're like, yeah, I know I saw, I'm not ready to laugh about it anymore. (laughs) 
I think if it's a joke, you can get away with it. If you're just saying, oh my gee, John Cena won Money in the Bank, spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean, listeners, let us know. Tweet at me. Let let me know if you still want to hear, like, recaps of stuff. Because I started to do Listeners, that's right. Tweet at Scott, because I will not be checking (laughs) Tweet at Kurt Dirks. No, you read it. I know you read it. I read them. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I sort of, I read the jerk tweets and then light my small pipe and sit in my giant leather chair by a roaring fire. (laughs) And then I ponder the tweets. Hmm. Yes, John Cena has had too many opportunities, in my opinion. <laughs> Indeed, he seems to keep winning, though, even though he has those opportunities. Mm-hmm. Too many opportunities. Whoa, Biggie mm-hmm. Langston, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Drop the Langston, just Biggie. Mm-hmm. Well, I... Here to talk to you mm-hmm. about opportunity. Uh, well, Biggie, thank you for joining us. Uh, uh, is this your first? This is your first time on the show. First time on the show. Have some things to say. Well, please uh, have a seat here. At no the... time to sit. All Gotta right. stand. Well, I just, I, I, I'd like to point out, I did offer you a chair. I don't want you to feel like I did not offer you a chair. Mm-hmm. Very gracious. Okay. Very appreciative. Bow to you. No, no. to you. No, not, mm-hmm. no bowing necessary. Well, I did it anyway. Uh, okay. Good to be here. Yeah. Uh, Fourth of July has passed. Uh, America's birthday. Uh, good to be here in America. Curtain Jerks Comedy Podcast Network. Uh, thank you. Uh, I wish you didn't speak over that. That would have been an excellent uh, intro to our show. Well, you ruined it. You certainly did. I certainly did. Listen here. Got a request to all your listeners out there. Please help me. The creative staff heard me do this once as a joke, and now they want to keep it going. Oh, you mean you're sort of uh, like you're kind of Martin Luther King, uh, Dr. Martin, Martin, geez, Dr. Martin Luther King voice, sort of uh, black revivalist preacher voice? Mm-hmm. Painted in a corner. Certainly so, sir. Leveled out. Nothing to do with it. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you can do. I mean, it's... I'm a big muscle man. I don't see this as being a good character development. I'm... No, sir. It's basically being Reverend Devon. They can't get him from TNA. So I'm stuck with this. Mm-hmm. I, well, honestly, I think that it immediately shows passion in whatever you say. So even if it's something I don't even really care about, like even if you were to have like a joke bit with someone in catering, I would still totally be involved because I'm like, wow, that voice is really selling it for me. Ain't this a joke bit in of itself? Big 300-pound muscly black man talking like this. I'm wearing a singlet, reviews quite a bit. Put chalk on my hands. Mm-hmm. What was that last one? Putting chalk on my hands. Oh, chalk on your hands. What did you think I said? I thought you said putting junk on the glands. I put junk on the glands. <laughs> no, that's not a thing I do. That's good. That's I, good. The only way this is going to work is if they give me Deacon Batista. But he's now guardian of the galaxy, looking over all the galaxy. Drax a destroyer, gonna destroy ya. Mm-hmm. You laugh, not good for my career. I'm sorry. Trying I'm sorry. to get in a continental championship. Yeah, you laugh. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Maybe you need another manager. Ooh, mm-hmm. someone to talk like this for me. Perhaps a brother love. Oh, then wow. I'm really after my A. <laughs> I was about to say something bad. I've worked for WWE. I can't do that. What about like a really stuck up lawyer guy? 
Mm-hmm. Like Paul Heyman. I see where you're going. Uh, yeah. My client doesn't want to speak anymore. Thinks it's a big joke. Really painted in a corner. Actually, you'd be a great Paul Heyman guy. Would you feel comfortable being a Paul Heyman guy? Taking me out of active competition. What's all these muscles for? Look at how agile I am. I'm going to run the room. Why would Paul... Mm-hmm. Whoa, hey. Mm-hmm. Biggie. Mm-hmm. Biggie. Mm-hmm. Biggie. Mm-hmm. No I, ropes in here. Just I, colliding against the walls. I didn't even understand what you said. You just started running. I started running the room to show you how agile and how much I can still go. Wait. Career's still going. I'm not like Christian. Wait a minute. So... Uh, when people become Paul Heyman guys, they come out of active... I uh, thought you said I'd be good as Paul Heyman. No, 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 no. Hey, man, can I get a hey, man? Hey, man. Oh, why? Why did you do that? What? I wanted no response. That way people wouldn't like this and this gimmick could end. I, every time, Biggie, every time you say something, I'm immediately enthralled. So even if you say... Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. No, stop it. No, stop it. Sit down. You're Sit supposed down. to be white and You're not be. You're supposed to be white. No, don't no. follow me. Oh, I feel it. I feel it, baby. Oh, I no. feel it. I feel I'm in trouble. I'm going to be stuck with this forever. Hall of Fame speech is going to have to be like this. No, that's not true. You can break character on your Hall of Fame speech. Oh, what? Instead, you give me some kind of bird named Frankie, and then I'm like, Coco, beware. Well, I don't know. I don't think you need to do that. I honestly think you're more entertaining than Coco, beware. Oh, thank you, Steve Sears. On behalf of Curtain Jerks, I thank you. I bow to you. Oh, you no need to bow. Well, fans, please help me. Tell everybody you don't like this gimmick. Hallelujah! Wow, the hallelujah. Fans, please don't do that. I think this is this big key gimmick is probably my favorite of all time. This is fantastic. <laughs> don't change a thing. Well, I, I think he stuck with it because it was so entertaining. It's. Do you like it? It's odd to me. Really? Yeah. Do you think it's a detriment to a, to his character? He's such a funny guy, like on Twitter and mm-hmm. other stuff, that he doesn't get to reveal that. And I thought he was doing it as a joke, and then they probably went like, "Hey, we want to see you do that all the time." Don't you think he could probably make the same jokes, and then they would be enriched by him doing that voice? I suppose so. I think it's it it's an odd jump right now. I'm always looking forward to someone doing the next thing, whatever that character is. Mm-hmm. It just comes across as odd to me to start. Because of what we've seen before. So sometimes, eh, I'm like the typical person that typecasts someone when they jump into the new gimmick. With the exception of like a uh, like a uh, Husky Harris to Bray Wyatt. When some fans would be like, you're still this guy. You know, uh, I see it immediately like, oh, this is way better for you. Oh, yeah. You're this fine. Is... You're good now. Oh, like uh, Goldust and Stardust. Like uh, Cody Rhodes started as a singles competitor as Cody Rhodes. Is this true? Yeah, think about it. Hold on. Let me do some fact-checking. Beep-bop-boop. Oh, my God. <laughs> Would you get that gigantic computer out of this room into the computer room? Do you know how much this cost? <laughs> how much? 48 bucks. <laughs> That's a gigantic computer for $48. It's from 1972. It's huge. I can hook up a Coleco to it. <laughs> and then both won't work. Oh, by the way, our electricity bill is way off the charts. <laughs> Uh, so Cody Rhodes, if you think about it, if you get to start your like singles career, getting to have your own name and your gimmick being that you're sort of your own guy yeah. and you're not starting as some weirdo, that's kind of a big deal. 
But imagine, like, a lot of people would sort of think it's a bad thing. Cody Rhodes goes and becomes Stardust mm-hmm. would, is a step down. I think it's a step up because now— He can we, always go back to him exactly. if need be. Yeah. And so now it's like this is like the Green Ranger becoming the White Ranger and Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Green Ranger. No one wants this anymore. Yeah, everybody wants the White Ranger. Okay, so let's think about that. Okay, so The Rock did that. He was Rocky Maivia to start. Yeah. And then went to the rock character. Mm-hmm. And then he's sort of become the rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Sure. So, in a way, I think that's like it's a very lucky transformation where you get to sort of, oh, this is way better for you. And I think Stardust for right now is so weird and out there and so perfect with gold dust that His it's like, this eyes is way are red. He put contacts in. It's cool. He looks like a weird, creepy Japanese anime character. <laughs> Does he? Does what, he? What would the anime be called that Stardust is in? Oh, I don't know. Gold X ninety two shampoo. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, like I like how you pass it off. Like I don't know what it would be. This. Yeah, nailed yeah. it. Half the time, I think they open an American dictionary and throw a fucking dagger at it, and then open all the pages to see where there's a hole and see whatever lines, <laughs> uh, whatever word is underlined. That's Ghost in the Shell standalone complex, Samurai shampoo, mm-hmm. uh, Space Dandy fop. You know. Is that one? Uh, the people that did Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Shampoo did something else that's, I think, called... There's one guy... Every episode, we fuck up some reference, and there's one guy just yelling at his iPhone speakers. No! It's obviously this! Yeah, it's Space Pirate Yamamoto. <laughs> I would like to see wrestling anime. I don't think we've ever... has. I, don't, yeah, I can't is. recall any wrestling anime. There is. There's, like, really? there's a boxing anime. There's Really? What's that called? Uh, the Legend of No Success Joe, I think it is. That's like one from the 60s. <laughs> I mean, there's this problem right there. Yeah, I think you're right. Your name's Joe. <laughs> uh, there's, uh, you remember the little pink, uh, like, eraser figurines? The Muscle Men? Yeah. They have their own anime. They have their own cartoon Okay, show. I guess that almost qualifies. I mean, qualifies. it's a little cartoonish, but I mean, in a way, there is, like, there, is, there isn't a Dragon Ball level. But I'm positive there's a serialized wrestling anime that's out there. Oh my god, I'm way too intrigued in this now. We're giving this idea away for free right here. Well, I know Steve has the perfect anime mind, but we just can't animate it. Animators, contact us, curtainjerks at gmail.com, and let's work on a wrestling anime series. Yeah, or kickstart this bitch up. The animated series of Jeff Jarrett's Clit Wrestling. Mm, Oh, Championship League International Territory Wrestling. That is an anime. Yeah. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, we have it all right here. And it can be all the free agents in the world. It will do them as big anime characters and come up with new characters. Ah, oh, this is great. That's, I would watch the hell out of that show. You know what I watched uh, today? I watched Slam City for the first time. I can't stand it. Really? Yeah. What, what's it drives problem? me fucking crazy. Say, what, not realistic enough for you? <laughs> the problem is it's too realistic, Steve. <laughs> if these guys didn't have a job there, this is what they'd be doing. <laughs> Uh, I found the CM Punk episode. It's not long and lost. It's just on YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah. It's what's uh, it? What's his? Uh, he's an ice cream man. Really? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. He goes up to the Miz, shows up, and pisses in his ice cream. Really? Figuratively. Okay. Well, what's he doing it? Well, he it's really weird. Uh, CM Punk has a little ice cream stand with it. I'm not making this up. Okay. CM Punk has a little ice cream stand with a severed cow's head above no. above the ice cream, like on, on the sign. And then CM Punk has udders hanging from the ceiling of his little, like, shack that he squeezes, puts the milk in a bowl, puts strawberries in the bowl. Then he puts it in the freezer, and then he 
presses oh he puts the entire ice cream cart on a uh, seesaw and then he jumps on the other side sends the seesaw up into space which freezes the said cow that can talk and and like that is alive the severed cow head the whole thing comes back down frozen and he gives the ice cream to a child and a single sprinkle gets on the Miz's new suit and then they fight i am horrified it's really weird you know what's really weird is they got they didn't get the they didn't get the Miz or CM Punk to do the voices. No. These these shorts they're shorts they're like a minute to two minutes long. Yeah. I thought they were like longer. I thought they're gonna be at least Gumby episode length. Uh-huh. These are like, <laughs> really Gumby's the <laughs> yeah Gumby's the only yardstick you can use for weird stop animation. Come Not oh, okay. What do you can do, Brothers Quay? <laughs> Google it. Uh, I think there's a. It, in a lot of ways, they're interesting episodes, but like, why didn't they couldn't get CM Punk to record his audio for? Maybe they were like substitution tracks. I don't know. Well, see, this is what I mean. This is what's so weird about it. Okay, we live in a world now where someone Mystico was Sin Cara. Mm-hmm. Okay, he obviously made that character what it is. Like he had the you know uh, botchy move set and did everything <laughs> of it. To enthrall people and have the original look of Mystico, which was altered slightly to be Sin Cara. Um, and that's what captured everyone's imagination. Then they went, you know what? You're gone. You're replaced. And someone else now plays his character and now profits off of what he does. Mm-hmm. And if you want to make the argument of he makes it better or he's just riding the coattails of that, whatever. There's somebody else now playing the character that someone else established and is getting paid for it. So now in Slam City, we live in a world where wrestlers get paid various degrees as it is. Like, they're always looking for the payday. They're always trying yeah. to get more. They're always trying to sell merchandise and do all this other stuff. They aren't asked or told to record their own voices for this animated short show, which is so fucking weird to me because then other people like you or me could go in there as actors and get hired to do their voices I thought and ex- not exactly well. Like sometimes you listen on this show and you go, that's pretty good. And other times you're like, that's, that's way off. <laughs> and that would work for Slam City. We could be doing that shit, but someone else is getting paid to pretend to be them. I am not going to lie to you. In each of the episodes I watched, the first thing I thought of was, that's not CM Punk. That's not The Miz. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Could I be The Miz? Could I do CM Punk? That was what was weird. It's like, as an actor, I was thinking, like, why would I portray a real person in something <laughs> licensed by the person? Yes. It's so fucking... I, I, I can't get past that part to then go, this is ridiculous. The one thing I can liken it to is, uh, in Italy, for every movie that comes out, like dub, they dub all like the Like Sharks in Venice. But what? That's a movie that takes place in Italy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Stephen Baldwin. Google it. Google it. Uh, so films, major films, major Hollywood movies come out in Italy. The Italian audiences prefer their movies to be dubbed, so they dub everything into Italian. Mm-hmm. But they have specific actors who play American actors. So there's the Italian Sylvester Stallone. There's the Italian voice of Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. There's the Italian voice of Al Pacino. And there's these very famous Italian voice actors because to Italy, that's the voice of Sylvester Stallone. That's the voice of Al Pacino. Sure. And it's like if you watch an animated show now, if like you watch The Simpsons now and say one of the one of the actors dies and then Hank Azaria dies and then Wiggum 
uh, Apu, all these other characters then have someone else doing that voice. Hey, fuck, it's like the Looney Tunes cartoons where you go, oh, yeah. that doesn't sound like Mel Blanc. Like, that sounds weird and off. The Muppets, they all sound weird and off if you grew up on the original stuff. So you're like, these sound like fucking weird Muppets. It's It sounds like fucking weird wrestlers. Yeah, it's like, they where sound are they? like weird. Like, like there's a hint of, of the original wrestler there, but yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, Slam City, check it out. WWE.com. <laughs> yeah. Get the app. <laughs> Buy the network for Slam City. Hmm. You've been seeing this uh, love triangle? Oh, with Fandango? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, and now it's Ziggler's in there. There's a lot of non-PG kissing going on. PG kissing? What's What could be non-PG about kissing? Fuck. Is it on each other's genitals? Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. They're just showing genital kissing. Yeah. No, on a on main event like two weeks ago, <laughs> you can watch me talk about everybody's TV. Uh, I'm sorry <laughs> that that plug seemed to get a little muddled, Scott. What was that? I check out AfterBuzz. Uh, we do main event. We were uh, fucking ranked two in the country in AfterBuzz wrestling. We're ranked four in iTunes listings on all the AfterBuzz TV shows. We beat out uh, uh, Raw. Congratulations. Yeah, I wasn't there. Um, that uh, they showed the camera zoomed in so close for a Summer Rae I think it was Summer Rae and Fandango kiss like it was being that close is like this isn't this is PG-13 now Mm -hmm. kids gotta learn ugh and it's getting, it's getting uh, that kiss that Ziggler gave to Summer Rae. Oh, that had a bit of a dip in it, too. It dip, and then you saw just, like, open mouth, and then, like, his tongue leaving his mouth, and then ch- her cheek, like, th- th- thrusting out. Hey, they, he'd been just wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. So he was sopping? Yeah. Yeah. He had, the, he had the Ken noodle, wet noodle hair from Street Fighter Two. That's right. Uh, now, uh, as we stated before, this is a double, so we're still, you know, we're living a week behind. Uh, so I don't know what's going on. They may be at full penetration at this point. I don't know. Yeah, don't know how WWE's rolling now. <laughs> you got to put that whiskey down, bro. <laughs> on this brush right here. <laughs> um, so I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the uh, latest is. I am shocked. Listeners at home, I don't know if you just heard what was happening right there. There was some soft shoe, and it was Fandango coming in and humming his own theme song, and he has struck a pose, and he is here in full regalia. You've got a new outfit that says girls, girls, girls all over your tights. You got a shimmery top there. No ladies at your side, though, Fandango. Fandango, welcome to Curtain Jerks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's good to have you on the podcast. We haven't had you on. I mean, even in the whole Fandango craze when everyone It's Fandango. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I, oh, here, let me try again. Uh, Fandango. It's Fandango. I'm sorry. I, it's going to be very difficult to, for me to pronounce that. Maybe I'll just per, One you know, more use time. pronouns. One more time. Ready? Dagoba. Dagoba. Yes. Uh, um, you are in the middle of a love triangle now. It's, I love triangles. You, I. That's what you said. What do you mean by you love triangles? Yeah, it's the strongest shape in the American geometric system. Is that right? Yeah. What makes it so powerful? Three angles. Uh-huh. Are you a fan of Kurt Angle? Kurt Angle's a terrible dancer. 
You know what? That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Do you would you ever challenge Kurt Angle to a dance off? A dance off. Yeah, would you ever do that? No. Wouldn't do that to him. Why? Wouldn't want him to get hurt. Oh, because of his neck? No, because he's not as good as a dancer as me. That makes sense. Is there any wrestler that you think could even come close to dancing as good as you? You mean cutting a rug? Yeah, rug cutting. Great Kali. Oh, right. It's all upper body with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because his legs are stilts. Yeah. Uh, if you ever notice, he bends his knees to the side. <laughs> right. Very bold. So, if anything, he looks like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo dancing. Mm-hmm. That's true. Who... All right, it seems you're preferring Layla, but then when Summer Rae kisses Dolph Ziggler, then you seem jealous, and then you want Summer Rae. You know what? I'm a dancer. I, I want what I can't have. So, women? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Clarify for me a little bit here. So, you you want everything. No, no, no. Let me explain. Okay. When you go to prom, and you take dancing lessons with your mom for six months before prom, and then you bring your mom to prom... <laughs> dance with your mom at prom. <laughs> you don't get any ladies. Did you dance with your mother at your prom? I danced with, yeah, I went to my mom's prom. <laughs> Wait, you went to your mom's prom? <laughs> Are you? Did you have a Back to the Future type scenario? That, where you went back in time and then you danced with your mom before she knew that you were her son? Look, Scott Narver, as clever as that would be, no. <laughs> I danced with my mom at my prom. Okay, um... How did that go? However, that was back in time, and I impregnated her with myself. What? Is this true? No. False. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So you didn't go back in time and impregnate your own mother with yourself. That's you ridiculous. Instead... Okay. But what? it seems kind of ridiculous still that you went to prom with your mom. Were you a nerd in high school? Could you not get a girl? No. I, I could get every girl. I was a dancer. It took six months of dancing with my mom. Well, you went to prom with your mom. Why didn't you go with the uh, like the head cheerleader or you know uh, the class president if that was a girl? I couldn't dance as good as my mom. Oh, you went to prom with your mom because she was the best dancer. We had a routine you had to do it the whole way through. Oh, did, was it one of those moments like in an 80s movie where everybody clears the dance floor and then you two are dancing and then everybody jumps in on your style of dancing and then all are dancing together and then the principal's there on the side going like, what is this? No. <laughs> all right. Well, because that's ridiculous. I went back in time and impregnated my mom with myself and then we all danced when the floor moved apart. And then the principal was wondering what it was. So you did. You went back in time. You impregnated your own mom with yourself. No, false. Oh, okay. You but we did again. dance, and the crowd parted, and we all danced and did a bunch of moves. And then all the cool kids who didn't want to dance saw what we were doing and then kind of got into it, and they were all dancing the same way too. That's and amazing. then the principal was wondering what he was going to do, and then he started dancing. And then one of the really grumpy teachers saw him dancing, and he had to calm down a little bit and pretend he wasn't dancing at all. Where was your dad in this scenario? My da. <laughs> yeah, your da. He's dead. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, tap I'm, dancing accident. Really? Broke both his legs. Bones went up and cut his jugular. Was this you tap dancing on your father's legs? No, or? he was tap dancing. I was. I was just tap dancing behind him. So you now dance in honor of your deceased father. It's the only way I can make him proud, and I can never make him proud. Oh, I'm I'm sorry about that. That's 
Sometimes Dad Dango. Your dad's name was Dad Dango. Dad Dango. Oh my God, you're crying. Here, here's some. Dad, I miss you, Dad Dango. <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear this. I'm so. I mean, you got me crying Dad, too. Dad Dango. I look. That's terrible to hear. Uh, so you're a fan of your dad. So you're fan Dango. Yes, fan Dad Go. <laughs> I this is this is breaking. I'm thank you so much for sharing all this with us. You're welcome. Um why are you looking in my eyes like that? I was kind of hoping you, you'd dance for, you know, just kind of do something special. You're offering your hands to me. I was Did hoping you'd you dance with tango? me. I I would love to tango with you. No. Oh. You won't just dance with me. You'll live me. What does that mean? I need to enter you to dance the tango. You need to enter? Like, wear my shoes? No. Wear my socks? No. I'm confused. I, I need to wear you like a sock. <laughs> oh. Um. Uh, look, I'm... Shoe! Shoe! <laughs> Steve! Shoe! Steve! Get out of here! I know! Shoe! Steve, I know you got the Shoe. curtain jerks uh, guest broom, Shoe. but I think Get it's... Get out of here! It's to sweep up after uh, messes. Duh. <laughs> Oh, uh, great. Now Fandango's on top of the refrigerator hissing at us. Shoo! Get out of here! <laughs> get away from my friend! Shoo! He's just up there, just clawing and hissing. All right, I'm going to put all the cereal boxes up there so he can't get out. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. What if he has a show to go do? I don't care. He got himself up there. He got himself caught. Oh, I'm not gonna... calling the fire department to get Fandango down from on top of the fridge. That's what I was just about to do. I was about to call the fire department. Uh-uh-uh. Oh, great. Uh-uh-uh. I think you're taking that Curtain Jerks guest broom uh, and using it the wrong way. No, oh, I, this Curtain Jerks guest broom is for sweeping up the trash. <laughs> All right. It was to sweep up messes that people made, not not to shoo guests away. Uh-uh. Oh, he's stuck on the fridge. Don't worry. I can use the broom part to, to, to pat him down and bring him back. All right. You got to use the sharp part for the poking. <laughs> it is time for Jerk Tweets. Follow us at Curtain Jerks on Twitter and send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. We got from Wrestling Memes, Wrestling underscore memes, good friends of the show, always been very kind. We've talked to Tom Anstey. He's been on the podcast, and two weeks ago, it was awesome, he spliced together an interview with Rockstar Spud that uh, we did together. And then follow up with Eric Young talking about Rockstar Spud. You go back and listen to that episode. Good stuff. You weren't here. It was with Phil. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the episode uh, Adam uh, Rose. The episode Adam was... Rose Rabbit Sexual. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Wrestling Meme says, please do dramatic comment readings for wrestling. May I suggest any wrestling memes post? See, this is a thing that recently we started doing on 16-Bits Podcast. Tom's a good guy. He's listening to that podcast. Probably on SoundCloud. You know, SoundCloud.com slash 16-Bits Podcast. Probably hopped right on over to SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. Mm-hmm. Er, so, Curtain Jerks. No podcast at the end there. Okay. And then uh, liking us on there. And then he liked that. He liked what we did. So here's a little rundown of what we're going to do. There's a big story that hit today. Okay. There's a big story that hit today. A week ago for all of you. Yes. This is not breaking news for you now. Uh, no. All the yeah, fallout has happened. All the funny jokes have, have been made, except for the ones that are about to be made now, which are going to be unsung gems until right now, the moment <laughs> you hear it. 
But what's crazy is uh, I was looking at this today, and Steve doesn't know about this. This is breaking news to Steve. I haven't shared this with him. He keeps asking, what the fuck am I holding on to? That's true. I, I used very little internet today. This is what Wrestling Memes said about this story that has happened that will be conveyed to you. So you're telling me the comment before the story. I'm telling you what Wrestling Memes posted. You'll get a piece of the story right now. Okay. Real shame to see Emma released. I understand the reasons, but it still seems harsh. Hopefully WWE's loss is TNA's gain. Wow. Yes, so Emma was released today uh, because of she had shoplifted uh, a iPad case from Walmart. Wow, I would have said... It's because she didn't show up to Santino Morella's barbecue <laughs> and on, that, Ra- on Raw, and he didn't. She didn't want any of that twisted tea. That might have been why. That's a PG product. Yeah, they're fucking selling alcohol. That's super illegal. <laughs> yeah, they're hawking booze. You're not allowed. And from a druggie. Yeah, Adam Rose. Is he he's a confirmed drug addict. Yeah, like he's spiking I'm Santino's drink. I should say he's a, a subtly implied drug addict. Yeah. And then it's, yeah. And, uh, and the last thing you want to do is anything like pouring drinks or drink-related and open beverages. You don't want to te- teach anybody that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez. God, Santino, put a napkin over that thing. It shouldn't even be your, it shouldn't even, it's not even his responsibility to cover his drink. <laughs> Adam Rose shouldn't be going around making with his date rape tactics. <laughs> Uh, so what we're going to do, <laughs> I get you with that. <laughs> that's all funny. Uh, so what we're going to do is on wrestling memes, Facebook page, uh, Facebook, uh, go to Facebook and then like wrestling memes is they have and then comment. Yeah. Comment for your chance to be heard on the show. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to read two of them. Now we're going to read one from Rico Binion. Steve's going to do a dramatic reading of this comment in response to what Tom said on Wrestling Memes page about Emma being released. And this is going to be a cold so, read, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, this is a cold, a cold read, read, but very dramatic. Because yeah. we're, we're, we're actors, Steve more so than myself. So Rico Binion, you see that there? Do you yeah. see that there? So uh, Steve is going to get prepared here. <clears throat> and uh, here's a dramatic reading from Rico Binion. No. She was put with Santino, who is stale and barely got to wrestle. They just expected it to catch on. How will it catch on like it did in NXT without her getting any promos or getting to wrestle? Exactly, it won't. They're doing the same thing with Paige. She gets matches, but she doesn't really do much but sell and hit a lucky move to win. They aren't letting her actually wrestle or get her character over with promo time. Reply four hours ago. (laughs) Oh, oh, that was excellent. Thank you. Oh, I loved it. That was so good. So, okay, we have that one there. And then... I'm going to do one from Stephen George. Stephen George. So, Swagger can get busted with drugs and arrested and still keep his job, headline a WrestleMania, and continue to injure almost everyone he gets in the ring with, but Emma gets fired on the spot for stealing an iPad case? Sounds fair. Can I do another one? I want to do another one. Oh, Can all right. Let's one? let's uh, let's find some more here. Hold on. Let's. Uh... Anyone will do. Anyone will do. Oh no, I want to get a lengthy one. I want to make sure that there's enough. No, I think I can do well with just the line. I mean, think about it. Terminator. Uh, I'll be back. Is just three three words. That's true. All right. Um. All right. Here you go. 
I, I see a good one there, I think. Who? What do you got? Ben Smith? Yeah, it's Ben Smith. Is that right? Yeah, I've got a Ben Smith. <clears throat> Unfortunately, she was expendable. If the same thing happened to Orton or Sheamus, it'd he a slap on the wrist. Maybe a fine. Oh, these are good. These are good. With the typos, it gets a little it gets a little complicated. <laughs> it does get a little complicated. <laughs> um, so this is what happened, right? She's fired today. Hours later, rehired. Really? Rehired. Based let me, on fan outrage? Well, let me read the story from SE Scoops. Ah, right? Sports Entertainment Scoops. Breaking news. WWE reinstates Emma. That was quick. Just after hours announcing that WWE Diva was future endeavored, the company has announced that she's been reinstated. Here's the official word from WWE.com. WWE reinstates Emma. Upon further evaluation, WWE has reinstated Tennille Dashwood, a.k.a. WWE Diva Emma, but will take appropriate punitive action for her violation of the law. According to a source in WWE, the reason Emma was reinstated was because the company does not want to set a precedent where a violation like shoplifting results in a termination. There have been far worse offenses from WWE superstars and divas over the years that did not result in releases. Multiple WWE talents have been arrested for DUIs and kept their jobs, with many fans pointing to WWE Cameron as an example. Because back in 2012, Cameron was arrested for DUI and allegedly trying to bribe the officer with $10,000 to let her off the hook. I remember. Mm-hmm. I think we had her on the show back then, I too, think I we? think we did. Or her mama. Yeah. I think we had her mama. Uh, so, yeah. Dramatic readings from angry posts from wrestling memes. Wow. WWE Universe could really, you know... Guys, it makes a difference. Like, the words we say dramatically, you get to write them. And it sounds like you guys changed the flow of the course of WWE history. Mm -hmm. Emma's hobo fighting laser dance is back (laughs) on, all right? That's how you keep hobos away is by pretending you're shooting lasers out of your arms. That's right. That that is how you do it. Or uh, date rapists like Adam Rose. (laughs) That's how you cover your drink. Get away from me. Get away from my drink. That's why she didn't go to that barbecue. Yeah, because Adam Rose is there. Too many there. Too many to overpower her. That's a shame. That's Get a shame. away from me. She should be able to go to any any backyard barbecue with Santina Morello and feel safe. Mm-hmm. Any backyard in the <laughs> Inside arena. Of the arena barbecue. You know, open flame yeah. <laughs> barbecue smoking. and That rabbit that close to that fake barbecue could have been really dangerous. Mm-hmm. That's Hassan Pfeffer right well, there. You know what? Could you please check if Twisted Ice Tea... Is really alcoholic. I mean, it said uh, with a it's a, a hard iced tea, right? That means yeah. it has an alcoholic content. I don't think it's like Barks root beer, but like it is. I almost What's positive it if it's illegal to advertise alcohol. Twisted iced tea, twisted tea. You know, Steve. It sounds like you're doing a fucking ad for twisted iced tea right <laughs> now. Well, it's. I think it's illegal to advertise on a PG product because you're advertising alcohol. That's why they don't cigarettes ads aren't allowed on television, and the same way. Uh, that they took off cigarette ads behind the uh, the pitch behind the mound, no, behind the uh, uh, home base on baseball games, because then there was all this cigarette advertisement during baseball games. So if you have an alcohol beverage advertisement on a children's television show, I mean, I hate to say it, if something's PG, then it could be very well classified as children's television, which it is not. Well, I have to be 21 in order to go to the website. So, it's so I answered my birthday. Uh, I didn't really enter my birthday. It was a fake one. That's what you can do, kids. Um, now I'm trying to figure out where it just flat out says, like, yeah, it's got booze in it. 
I assume it does. God, that is weird. That's super weird. Oh, you know what? You know what probably happened? What? Uh, this was the next uh, sponsorship lineup for the money from Money in the Bank to do. Oh, man. And they gave it to Adam Rose? Mm-hmm. God, that poor stack of cash. That poor stack of cash, guys. Go back in the archives and listen to that. Three to four episodes back, <laughs> or one or two. Oh, Scott. What? We're out of candy. There's no more M&Ms in the candy dish. Well, I'm sure we could just go to the store and get more. Yeah, I'm sure it's easy. I mean, it's a good thing to get them back anytime we need them. The problem is we have an open-door policy, and Mrs. Dad sneaks here in the oh, middle so of the night. Oh, all our candy. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, guys. Whoa, Jesus. <laughs> Who's this tiny, baby-faced, greasy-haired guy? I'm Bo Dallas. Whoa, I'm... You are wearing a black T-shirt and white underpants, buddy. Uh... But thank you. I hear you have a problem. No, uh, no, it's not really. You a pro- just need to Bo leave. No, I, look, Bo. I thank you for being on the show. I mean, you're quite a popular character, but it's really not an issue. There's just candy in the dish. We just get. I, in fact, I don't even think I have to go to the store, right, Scott? I can just go to the supply closet. Yeah, we have some in the supply closet. Yeah, we always got backup candy. Well, that's ridiculous, guys. There's no need for anything like that when you can just. Bo, leave! Uh, thank you, I appreciate that, but if I could just sort of ask a qualifying question, what does that entail? Well, you sit down, you reflect upon yourself, amongst silence, and really think, what am I capable of? What needs to happen? What kind of voice can I put out there? What should I tweet? Like, should Battleground be called Bottle ground? <laughs> you mean bottle ground? Bottle ground? Bottle ground? Bottle ground? It would be spelled bottle ground. Bottle ground. Bottle ground. Believe in bottle ground. God, that sounds like an, an ancient, like evil Celtic graveyard. Bottle ground. <laughs> Stop saying it. You're gonna raise the boat, the 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 creepy demon guy. Why would that be bogus? <laughs> it would be super bogus, Bo Dallas. Bottleground. Don't you want to see? Bottleground. 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 I think you're saying it wrong. No, I think you're saying it wrong. Wait, look. You know, we don't have an issue here. No, we don't. Could you just be a guest? Can you, like. I am being a guest. Like one of your previous guests, Wade Borit. It's Barrett. It's Wade Barrett. Borit. Bad news, Borit. No, it's it's bad news, Barrett. Borit. Bad news. You makes it sound like he's bad news, bored. Bad news, Borit. No, bored. Mm, I think I'm saying it right. Well, you. It feels like you're waterboarding me. Boy, I think I heard earlier you had bogey on. No, that was biggie. That's now you're making up new words. Bogey. No, Big E. I think I'm changing the WWE landscape. I, th- I honestly, I think you are. In a way, I think you could be a really interesting singles competitor. I'm just not sure if you're supposed to be a good guy or a bad guy. What do you think I am? A bad guy. You're an asshole for saying that. Whoa, Bo Dallas. How dare you? <laughs> I'm right in front of your face. You know who wouldn't say that? Who? 
Bobby Rude. No, that's Bobby Rude. And he's Bobby a, Rude. He's a bad guy. No way, he's a good guy. I guess you haven't been watching the competition as of late. Is he a good guy now? That's right. Well, what are you he doing? He went up against Bobby Lashley. That's Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Bobby watching, Lashley. What are you doing watching the competition? Keeping up on the competition, just to know what's out there and how I can be better than. When I believe in myself. Well, do you believe in yourself? Bob? Obviously, I do. Look at my shirt. It says believe. Oh, of course, black with white text. How could I forget? Yeah, it's very simple. It's just an easy system. How does it? Many work? people do it like Bully Ray. But Bully Ray. Bully Ray. Bully Ray. Bully Ray. Bully Ray. Or like my good buddy, Boke Lesnar. <laughs> that is. Straight up Brock Lesnar. Nuh-uh. <laughs> Not my buddy, Bo Lesnar. <laughs> Sounds so ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous when you say it the way that you do. Brock Lesnar? Oh, that's funny. Bo Lesnar. <laughs> Bo Lesnar. That's right. Now you're saying it right. Thank you. Way you to know? go. Here's a silver star. Well, wow. Wow, this is heavy. Yeah, it's really heavy. Oh, it's sharp, too. Yeah, it's super sharp. I'll just put this in the little corkboard table we've got. There you go. Uh, well, uh, do you have any toothbrushes? Yeah, I suppose in the supply closet with all the candy. Good, because my teeth are getting very yellow these days. Yes, Bo, they are. I, I'm sorry I called you a baby tooth, greasy-haired guy. That's all right. I forgive you. Oh, thank you. Don't you mean faux-give me? No. <laughs> well, fair enough. I don't. Why are you laughing? I don't know. I need as many supporters as I can get to then become 11 and bow and 12 and bow and 13 and bow. All right. I'm undefeated right now. Who was the last person you beat, Bo Dallas? Some guy. All right. Thank you for joining us, Bo. You're welcome. I hope you have more of my friends on it like Adam Bowes. Bro? No, all right, okay, thank you. Thank you, Bo. Vince Bowman? No, <laughs> now you're just... Maybe we'll have Vince Bowman on. Bopal H? <laughs> That's... Join me! All right, I'll join you. Thank you! You won. Oh. That, we gotta, we gotta wrap it up. We gotta wrap it up. It's too much. Too much. It's emotional roller coaster. Uh, There's the, all new characters on the show today. Yeah. I, I didn't know we could get so many, like, you know what? There's new blood rising in terms of our guests. Man. Oh, man. Some serious new blood rising. Find that shit on the network, yo. Yeah, find, that, yeah, find the two pay-per-views <laughs> of new blood rising. It's hard to find pay-per-views on the network, man. Is it? It's really hard. Like, they have their weird schedule. I was like, all right, WCW pay-per-views. Never do the schedule. And Never do yeah, the schedule. Yeah, they have five pay-per-views. How do you get into, like, the list list of all the pay-per-views? You got to go into the, like, the vault section. Like, you go into the in-ring. It's it's a weird system, but once you figure it out, it's super simple. But it's, so it's in the ring section is how you yes. find the vault. And then there's, like, pay-per-views. That's and what I wanted. Shows and stuff That's like that. That's what I wanted. It's pretty easy once you do it. Steve's new, everybody, to the WWE Network. I'm pretty new to the network. Um, but, uh. Uh, we have, hopefully, I, I'm still not plugging it yet. If you Facebook and Twitter, you check that stuff. Uh, we can then plug the guest that we hope to have next week on the show. It's big. It's one of those names like, really? No shit? We get this person on the show? Yeah, I can't believe it. I don't I'll say even this. know what to say. I'll say this. Active WWE roster member. That's right. 
on yeah. the website. Mm-hmm. So that's it's pretty big for us. It's a really cool guest. So look forward to that. On your mark, youtube.com slash on your mark show. It's been revealed now. The season one finale guest, Matt Hardy. It's gonna be good. Oh my god. It's it's probably my favorite episode of all the episodes. The Adam Pierce one's awesome, but this one is fucking insanely wonderful. So uh, tweet Matt Hardy, say you're excited about it, check it out, subscribe to youtube.com slash on your mark show. It's gonna be fucking crazy good. Uh, that's wrapping us up. Hey, man, we're, we're getting to SummerSlam here. Yeah. Are we going? Fast approaching. You're going, right? I think so, yeah. I'm going to try to go. I think I want to go. All right. Uh, I think I'm interested in going to SummerSlam. I think it's going to be pretty big. I think you're right. Oh, so, uh, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks on the Comedy Podcast Network. Ah, free entertainment. Who doesn't love free entertainment? I love it. It's free and I'm entertained. Oh, we don't ask for money. We don't ask for uh, uh, gobs of money. We don't ask for much. You don't need a credit card to ride this train. No way. But we do ask for something in return. We ask that you help us out. Uh, you help us out in the numbers out there in the wrestling world and that you share us. You get on SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks and you follow us on there. You add to those numbers so it increases and other people can see that this podcast is something to jump onto, that this is funny and this is good and that you like it. And then you can share it. You can repost it on there and you can like the episodes and comment on them. Too. And when you share it and you repost it, if you'd been commenting, everybody gets to see what you're saying. You know what that is? That's publicity. For you, the listener. Yeah, you may get more followers too out of this. Oh my god, it's it's all cyclical. Oh yeah, we make a funny joke. You make a funny joke based on that funny joke. That's called a callback. That's and, building on a joke. And then we get super pissed off that we didn't come up with that joke. They're like, son of a bitch, that guy's blind. Yeah, that guy. I can't believe he made a joke based on our dick joke. He thinks he's the best dick joker. I'm gold dust blocking him. Yeah, lemueled. Mm-hmm. And so you get to do that, and that helps us out. That's huge. So obviously, share this podcast with your friends, and go to youtube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. Follow us on there. Subscribe. Like us. Uh, comment on our videos. you got your predictions videos on there for the pay-per-views. You've got your wrestler pronunciation manuals on there. We even had that JR's barbecue taste test on there. Yeah, maybe you forgot. It was delicious. It's a video sharing website. Share the videos as we share them with you. Yeah, getting interactive. We want your interactivity. We want to hear from you guys. We like talking with you as much as wrestling fans don't seem to like to do that. We actually do. Yeah, you know what? Look, I understand when people say the internet and they say wrestling and they think, you know what? Why doesn't anybody ever talk about wrestling on the internet? It's like there's no one's got any comments to make. I think everybody's got some comments to make. You do it on YouTube. Do it on SoundCloud. Guys, Triple H is a phony. He's trying to jump on the internet now with his Twitter and everything. And, and the WWE Network. He's pretending he's fan-friendly. We are fan-friendly. We're giving you a voice. Let's talk shit on Triple H together. Hand in hand, guys. Where's that ponytail after all, Triple yeah. H? What? I thought that guy had committed to his character, huh? Yeah. He's a really good guy, and it seems like he really knows what's going yeah, on, Yeah, he seems actually. like he's taking care of that new talent. Ugh. Uh. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.